2: Made it to a Thursday. We got basketball coming up tonight at the Boston Garden. And the Boston Celtics favored by four. Avalanche beat the Lightning game one of the Stanley Cup final. We'll get to phone calls, play of the day, stat of the day, poll question, all of that forthcoming. Make sure you sign up for the daily newsletter at danpatrick.com. A daily recap of the show. Exclusive content for newsletter subscribers and the first to see the newest merchandise. They do a great job. The boys in the back, Rob and uh, Mario. Our stat of the day brought to you by the great folks at Panini America, the official trading cards of the DP show. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at Show. Say good morning to those watching on Peacock. Download the app. You can watch for free. And also, the radio affiliates around the cl- uh, country uh, numbering nearly 400. We're going to add Nashville to the uh, rotation coming up on Monday. We had Columbus. Uh, we welcomed Columbus, Ohio, yesterday. So, uh, growing towards nearly 400 radio stations around the country. I was walking in today, and I overhear Fritzy. Fritzy was talking to Seton. And Fritzy goes, I'd like to punch him right in the mouth. And I went, wait a minute. Who is Fritzy talking about? Paulie, do you want to guess who Fritzy was talking about? Fritzy, not a violent person. No,
3: are we playing the who does Fritzy want to punch in the mouth game? <laughs> yes.
2: Now, I immediately thought of you, but. Yeah, that assumes. But it wasn't you. Who do you think it was? You just don't feel like
0: Todd is necessarily a punch of somebody in the mouth kind of guy. No, no. He's very passive aggressive.
2: Was It, it was an athlete. No, athlete. Okay. Athlete. In the headlines.
3: Uh. Uh, one of the live tour golfers? No, no, no.
2: He's not angry at any of those guys. Should be. Yeah, he's not. Yes, he... It's not Draymond, is it? No, no, not Draymond. Marv? Is it Steph? Yeah, it is. Steph Curry. Fritzy gets upset. He doesn't like the shimmy. He doesn't like the chewing on the mouthpiece. I don't, and I
4: respect and love his game, but if I'm not if I'm not a Warrior fan and I'm not uh, you know just feeling that vibe. If I'm on the other team, I find that as a taunting thing. I, I know it's maybe just a habit, and he's not doing that to taunt the other team. But the shimmying and he's doing it for the kids or whatever in the YouTube world and social media. with the combination of the shimmying and the flipping of the mouthpiece, I that would not
2: sit well with me. But to punch him in the face—that's a little
4: harsh. I probably overstated that. I don't want.
2: I'm not a, like you said. I'm not a violent. I mean, that's a direct quote. It was a quote, and you said it twice. Yes, Paul.
3: Now, the mouthpiece thing is, is not taunting. It, it's just a nervous habit that all athletes have during a game, like Nomar adjusting his gloves or whatever it may be. It's, that is, I don't think the, the mouthpiece
2: is on purpose. I don't think that's a taunting thing as much as maybe a tick. Right, yes. It can still be irritating, though. It can be. Wait, are you on the punch Steph
0: <laughs> in the face? No. Bandwagon? No, I'm not, I don't want to punch Steph in the face at all. I don't, I don't dislike him, but I don't like the shimmy or the mouthpiece thing. But I don't dislike him.
2: I thought he was in that category of that he's probably more liked than disliked. When he goes on the road and he does damage in your your arena, you still go out to see him. He's one of those guys. Now, he's not in the category where the when the Bulls came to town, you didn't mind if your team got beat. At least it felt that way. It's like we're seeing the Bulls. But with seeing Steph Curry feels like he's in that kind of rarefied air select company where we admire him. Derek Jeter. I don't think anybody was mad at Derek Jeter. I don't think they were angry at Derek Jeter. Yes, Derek Jeter wasn't very respected, though. What do you mean? Wait, Derek Jeter, for most of his
0: career by people who didn't like him, was considered like one of the most overrated shortstops in the history of the game.
2: Okay. He wasn't even the best shortstop in New York. But I think that they disliked the Yankees. I don't think they disliked Derek Jeter. Is this a stared? <laughs> Agree to disagree.
0: <laughs> I don't know if people disliked him. There was a guy sitting in this chair for twelve years who did nothing but rag on Derek Jeter about how terrible he was.
2: And that's why I got rid of McLovin. <laughs> Kicked him to the yes, curb. Yes, I did. It took twelve years. Yeah, yeah, said, good it, luck in New York. Yeah, stop making fun of Jeeps. Now get out of here. Yeah, Pauline.
3: Steph Curry celebrates a little bit. He doesn't celebrate. Uh, overwhelmingly and there's a lot worse players than Steph Curry who celebrate making shots. He is shimmy worthy like when he celebrates he's an, he's an entertainer. He's probably the most entertaining athlete in the past decade and in any sport.
2: Entertaining not necessarily the greatest but I Okay think- but who is in that category right now where and, and maybe Steph's not in there. In my mind he is. It feels like he is admired because he does something that nobody else can do. And he
3: has flair when he does it. Like he goes to opposing stadiums and they show up to warmups and he does trick shots almost during warmups for the opposing fans, not just the Golden State fans.
2: It's like Mark McGuire in 1998 taking batting practice. You showed up early to see McGuire take batting practice. Is Patrick Mahomes in that group? He has flair. Okay. Yes. I don't think you dislike Patrick Mahomes. I think you marvel at Patrick Mahomes. I think Brett Favre was in that category. He was entertaining, and I think you admired what you saw. He was different. He was a gunslinger. Yes, Eden? Uh, Mike Trout in that. Oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, never mind. Sorry. <laughs> well, you, well, you do show up. You might show up, but when you show up, you get to see a professional baseball player. Would Fritzy
3: rather have Steph Curry act like Mike Trout and not do interviews and, and be meat and potatoes and hit the ball, run the first base, and go back to the dugout? Would you prefer that?
4: I would not. I like. I think. I guess oh, you draw I, a line somewhere. I, I like personality, but you know, I draw the line with the flipping around of the mouthpiece and the shimming stuff. Okay, you
2: got to take the mouthpiece out of this. It feels like that's he's not. He he uses the mouthpiece. It's not like he goes. I'm just going to have a toothpick and I'm going to be you know chewing on it. I the just entire- find it
4: annoying. Granted, I'm not saying he's taunting a particular player or a team when he does that, and it's a tick or whatever. Like Michael Jordan wasn't sticking his tongue out at the opponent. That's just what he did. His tongue would come. Okay, come give
2: out. me the player you like. His style.
4: I like style I like a Jason Tatum type. I, I like someone that can do. Mm. In, in their best moments, you know, they act like they've been there before and they go about their business. And-
2: but he hasn't been there before.
4: Well, from a championship standpoint, but someone that's, you know, you can be you could show some excitement. But I think I don't know. I just when it comes to hmm. dancing around and stuff like that, there's a I don't know. It just bugs me.
2: It just surprised me when I walked in. And it's first thing Fritzy's saying, I'd I like to punch him in the <laughs> face. And I went, <laughs> who's
1: he
4: talking went, about? That was kind of hard. Oh I don't know. I got to the wrong side of the
2: bed or something. Yeah. But, you, no, this has been there a while. This has been simmering for a while because whenever we talk about Steph Curry and you go, I, I just, you know, the, the mouthpiece really bothers me. I'll be watching the game and I'll just
4: blurt that out. I'll be watching with my wife and kids. I like, put the mouthpiece back in already. Yeah, Paul. Jeez. Well,
3: you know, the All-Star game, Steph Curry saved the All-Star game this year. He single-handedly made that thing watchable from start to finish. And he was shimming. He was turning to the crowd and playing and being a complete entertainer. He doesn't really do that turn to the crowd shimming stuff nightly during regular season games. Like the All-Star game was extreme. And it was fantastic. It was, he saved the game.
2: Well, I think when he's feeling it, he does the shot from the corner, turn around, and, and he doesn't even watch it go in. Now, would that bother me? Yes. But you know, my father will always say, well, then stop the person from doing it. Then they won't do that to you. But... Fritz, you might have a problem, Larry Bird holding up his finger, number one, you know, hey, in the three-point shooting contest before the ball goes in.
4: That's a borderline questionable <laughs> thing to be doing. <laughs> no, act like you've been there.
2: Say it to his face. You don't want to punch Larry Bird in the face?
4: I don't feel that strongly about the okay. finger with the bird. I just, there was something about the What little, about the Jordan? What shoulders. about
2: Jordan with the tongue?
4: That uh that to me was always a tick. It wasn't like na 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 I scored fifty yards. sticking out his tongue like a five year old does like in first grade, like I got the last lollipop. He just that's just his tongue comes but out. But I don't right?
2: think he uses the mouthpiece I don't as think a I actually don't
4: think so either. I but it still bothers me anyway. Yeah. So I will make up a story about how it's taunting to match my anger. Okay.
2: Next time Steph Curry joins us on the program, oh boy, you know, the first the thing I'm going to say is, hey, Steph, thanks for joining us. You know, Todd, who answered the phone, has something to say to you.
4: Why do you want to punch me in the <laughs> face?
2: <Richard?
4: I> <laughs> Just a mouthpiece for
2: life. All right. Uh, we'll come up with a poll question, play of the day, stat of the day, all of that forthcoming. This award-nominated program is brought to you by the great folks at Discover. Discover has your back with cash back. Use Discover to earn 5% cash back at gas stations and Target. Now through the month of June on up to $1,500 in purchases when you activate. Learn more at discover.com slash rewards. Limitations apply. So the Warriors hold a 3-2 series lead and trying to win their fourth title in eight years. It may come down to the role players. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if it did. Outside of Steph Curry's superhuman effort in Game 4, the supporting cast has played a large role. Game 5, you had Andrew Wiggins. Also the bench outscoring Boston's bench, 31-10. to 10. Game 3, Marcus Smart. Game 1, it was Al Horford. You have these guys who step up. Now, I don't know if it's Jalen Brown's turn to step up. I don't know if Jason Tatum... Jason Tatum can still... I don't want to say salvage this, because he's had a great year. But it feels like he, he's he got to a point, but then he's starting to regress a little bit. We gave him a lot of credit with what he did against Kevin Durant, with the Greek Freak, with Miami. They're in the NBA Finals. I think that we put him in the HOV lane, and he was the only one in the car. And we went, nope, you keep going. You're a star. You're a superstar. And I thought, I don't think he is yet. He's 24. Now, he's been in the league for, what, five years? But I think, I think sometimes we look at experience that, hey, you're 20, you've you been in, in the league five years. You have, but you're only 24. And I think the moment has been too big for him at times. And I think this is where he might, he might need the supporting cast a lot more. Steph Curry needed it the other night, but he knew that he had it the other night. That's the one thing. These guys played well. Draymond played well. Clay Thompson has quietly played really well. He hasn't had that singular moment, maybe one game where you go, "Oh, okay, Clay is back." And this is Game Six, Clay tonight. Yes, Marv.
5: I was just gonna say that Game Six, Clay. Yeah, Hey, forty-eight tonight.
2: Yo, forty-eight minutes.
5: Okay, thirty-eight. I'll 30, take the under. 38, yeah, thirty-eight points
2: tonight. Well, I'll check with DraftKings. The over/under for Clay Thompson is. 20 and a half. Steph Curry, 28 and a half. If you're a Celtics fan, uh, fan Jalen Brown, 24 and a half. And let's see, Jason Tatum, 27 and a half tonight. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Paulie.
3: Little comparison stat here. Kobe Bryant at age 22, his fifth year in the league in the NBA uh, playoffs, he averaged 30 points, 7 rebounds, and 7 assists yeah.
2: at age 22. Dang. I know, but that's, I mean. He had Shaq I, with him. Yeah, but also Kobe is different than Jason Tatum. I, I'm just saying they. they Kobe's sip, one of the, you know, seven greatest players of all time. Well,
3: when you, I'm just saying you're declared first team All-NBA. Not It's not a slight of Jason Tatum. am just saying look at look at what an all-time great did at age 22. Yeah. That, is, that is nutty stuff. Yeah. Yeah, Marv.
5: Oh, I didn't have anything to say. I was just nodding my head. Oh. I was just agreeing with you because you're right.
2: That's yeah. where you just make up something.
5: You know, it's, yo, it's a man's game. Yeah, there it's you
2: go. Crazy. Just do your Clay Thompson.
5: Anytime it Watch happens.
2: this. Hey, Paul. Yeah, Paulie.
3: Yeah, but, you know, the other thing, Kobe Bryant at age 20, deep in the playoffs, <laughs> averaged 18 points a game, but he only shot like 30. What, Todd?
4: The making up something is a difficult thing to do. I'm going to stick up for Marvin here. Paul is a master at that. He's got 17 ideas in his head in the bullpen, and he could really go to any one of those things at a given moment and not look like he didn't have anything to say. Thank you, Todd. I'm amazed by that. All right. There
2: you go. Yeah. So you had nothing there, and you still...
4: Exactly. I still felt, felt a need to like jump in there. But I think I had to have Marvin's back there. You've called on me before when I'm scratching my head, and you thought I was raising my hand. And you're like, you have anything? And instead of saying something, I'm like, no, I was just scratching my head, which is great radio.
3: Thank you, Tom. At age 23, Kobe Bryant averaged 20.
2: By the way, <laughs> Steph Curry had this to say on his back and forth with the Celtics fans. I'm the petty king, so I know all about everything. I use it as entertainment
4: and and just have fun with it because The more you're on the stage the more you realize the attention that's on you how much it means to each fan base how much it means to the cities so you can't really be surprised by anything because there's there's a lot at stake when it comes to winning championships and the more that you get into these environments the more you use it as entertainment and fun and embrace it because honestly you wouldn't want to have it any other way knowing that you're on this stage and you're playing for something that really matters
2: to a lot of people that's good Healthy attitude. Now, they have picked on Draymond Green in the Boston Garden. They'll continue to do that. Probably Klay Thompson as well. Steph expects it. Some guys feed off of it. Some guys let it bother them too much. We'll take a break. Phone call's coming up. We'll settle on our poll question. The uh, Lakers head coach, Darvin Hamm, a little bit later on. Chris Sims, our good buddy from Pro Football Talk and NBC Sports, has his quarterback list Got a couple of surprises in there. He'll join us coming up next hour. Take a break. Back after this Dan Patrick show. Tunnel to Towers Foundation broke ground in its do-good village in Land Lakes, Florida, and it's the first of its kind. It's a community of 110 homes for the foundation's program recipients, so together families can heal. It's a special place. The families know their neighbors and know that their neighbors understand and care. A community where the children of our nation's fallen or catastrophically injured heroes can grow and experience life together. The Foundation's Do Good Village is going to help those families beyond measure. And it's all thanks to a generous donation of many acres of land and also your generosity. Help America's greatest heroes and their families heal together. Make the do-good village the first of many communities like it. With every mortgage-free home, the foundation makes good on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices our heroes have made for our country and our communities. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org, letter T, number two, letter T.org. Thank you.
1: A young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere.
2: Get tickets now. All new merchandise. Go to danpatrick.com. The Enfuego t shirt. Also a Warriors Dynasty t shirt there. A lot available and some great prices at danpatrick.com. Watch the Stanley Cup last night. The Avs take a 1 0 lead on my Lightning, 4 3 in overtime. Thank you. Playoff hockey. When it comes to the playoffs, hockey is the best sport, it never fails. The added tension that's there, and you go into overtime, it could end, and it ended, you know, less than two minutes into overtime. But you just, you love that there's that atmosphere is so great because it is sudden death. You go into overtime, it's sudden death. It's not, hey, you guys got to have a shot on goal. Let's let the other team have a shot on goal. It's sudden death overtime. And it delivered last night the avalanche beating. The Lightning U.S. Open is underway. Beautiful weather outside of Boston. We'll keep an eye on that as well. Game six coming up tonight with the Warriors at the Celtics. We'll bring back one of Tom Brady's comments that he had on the program yesterday, talking about how long he's going to play, how much longer he's going to play. There are a lot of people reading into what Tom had to say yesterday, talking about, you know, am I crazy? I'm 45, and I'm out here playing against guys. I'm playing against guys. Look at Aaron Donald working out. I mean, what am I doing here? And it's, he can't stop. He, he probably knows that he should and that you could ease into broadcasting, but there's still that competitor you know in him. It's like he still has a chip on his shoulder where he was drafted. But that's why he's so great. Can't stop. We'll have that for you uh, coming up. Phone calls, we'll get to those as well. Poll questions, Seton, what are we going with today? Well, based off of Todd's just unbelievable rhetoric so far this morning, we put
0: up Steph Curry, great entertainer, kind of annoying. <laughs> okay. Well, he can be both. Right. I didn't put that in as an option, though, because you have to, both is the easy way out. You got to pick either he's a great entertainer or he's kind of annoying, one or the other. Right now, 83% of the audience say he's a great entertainer.
2: Yeah, some people are backing up Fritzy. Uh, Yep, can't stand Curry either. Yeah, Fritzy, you're right. The mouthpiece and Curry are annoying. This one dude just said
0: (laughs) that Steph Curry is the Chrissy Teigen of the NBA. Wow. (laughs) That's cold.
2: Wow. Wow.
1: (laughs) That's so funny.
2: Wow. Wow. Got another tweet. Does (laughs) Fritzy know it's one day early for Friday Fritzy? Okay. It was feed up Wednesday.
6: (laughs) <laughs>
4: it all balances out.
2: Remember, Steven? Yeah, had all these poll questions. He was like, we got Tom Brady. I can put my feet up today.
4: Four-day weekend. I'll yeah. see
2: you next Monday. Yep. <laughs> Lakers head coach today, Darvin Ham. Chris Sims next hour. Fritzy almost feet up Thursday, but it was feet up Wednesday. That's for sure. Got my
4: lounge chair. I'm ready to head to the yeah. beach.
2: All right. Uh, so that's the poll question. Steph Curry, entertaining or annoying? Basically, yeah. okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, Ryan in North Carolina leads us off this morning. Hi, Ryan. What's on your mind?
6: Oh, uh, hey, Dan. Thanks for taking my call. Yep. Um, I just wanted to add an observation. It seems like the Celtics are struggling because they really don't run an offense. Yes. It seems like they have um, you know a high pick and roll for Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum who aren't really handling the ball that well, and they're turning it over a ton. And then they don't set any off-ball screens or they don't run any, any sets or have any plays that they're running. And it seems like the Warriors are always doing that. They're getting an easy backdoor cut or they're getting an easy pick-and-pop or something um, that the Warriors are they're running a good offense or running some kind of a set, and the Celtics are doing what the Mavericks did where they just kind of spread out. And they're waiting for one person to make the plays, and then that person's turning the ball over. Thanks.
2: All right. Thank you, Ryan. A little against the grain. Ryan might have worked for the Golden State coaching staff there, breaking down some film. Yeah, I think it works during the regular season, but when you're seeing an opponent, you know, game in and game out, you know tendencies, and you work on stopping those tendencies or forcing you left, making uh, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum go left. How good are they off the dribble? What Golden State does in the postseason is what they do in the regular season because they've done this before. They have a structure there. They have some replaceable parts, but you still have the core. You know, Draymond Green, even though he hasn't played great, is still a very smart basketball player. You got Steph and you got Clay in there as well, and you still have Steve Kerr. So you have an offensive philosophy. Boston, it feels like, set a screen. Let's uh, do a a pick and roll, except for I'm going to hit, I'm going to shoot a jumper from three-point range. That's the feeling. I just think that if I'm, you know, the Celtics, my approach would be, I want Jalen Brown and I want Jason Tatum to get to the hoop. Let's just start with that. Let's not just rely on these pull-up jumpers. Because I think they're streaky shooters. I don't think they're great shooters. They're streaky shooters. And there's a big difference in that. I think Clay and Steph are great shooters. And then when they get streaky, that's when they become rarefied air. But get to the hoop, get some fouls, shoot some free throws, you know, get into Golden State's head. But they haven't been able to do that on a consistent basis. And I do wonder what their offensive philosophy is, because it needs to change. Uh, Jesse in L.A. Hi, Jess. Welcome back.
6: Hey, D.P. Thanks for taking my call. Yep. On uh, yesterday's show, great interview with Tommy, but Nick Wright stole the spotlight, and then (laughs) you immediately took it right back when you said, come to daddy. Um, (laughs) I think I see a T-shirt coming, but uh, that was great. But I was wondering, you know, since you guys got TB12 on yesterday, and congrats, by the way, to Fritz, um, you know, you guys often joke about the other getting the other goat on, and Michael Jordan, and how it's not going to happen. So I was wondering—I know he doesn't really do any interviews, but is there a reason you can think that he ever would? And if—if if he did, what would be each of you guys' question to him if you had one?
2: All right, thank you, Jesse. We would need some time to think about that with Jordan. He does advertise on the show with his tequila. that's as close as we've gotten with. Michael doesn't need this. He doesn't want to do it, doesn't care about doing it. And I respect that. I do. I mean, he did something with Wright Thompson a couple of years ago, but there's no video, no audio. It's just he allowed Wright Thompson to come in and sort of just be a fly on the wall. I don't know if Michael cares about answering any other questions. Because he might say, watch the documentary. It's all right there. Yeah,
0: Seton. It might be more of a thing like if you said, well, just talk fishing. Yes. And you, oh, okay, I'll do
2: that. I'll well, talk fishing all day. Hey, we tried that with Belichick. We said to the Patriots, we just want to talk Army, Navy, football. And Paulie got emails. There was correspondence with the Patriots back and forth, and we were close to getting Belichick. But we said we would only talk about that. And you know what? That would interest me because he'd be passionate about it. I don't know if he's passionate about talking about the Patriots or the Super Bowls or Tom Brady. And I don't know if Michael cares anymore about talking about that. If somebody brings him up and it feels like there's a slight, then maybe. But I just think Mike's pretty secure in who he is. At least he should be, yeah, Paulie. I,
3: I know some people work on some NBA shows that are very popular on Turner Sports, and during the NBA seventy-fifth anniversary celebration, Jordan showed up. Of course, they want Jordan on set. They want yeah. Jordan. It, you know, they couldn't get him with Shaq and Barkley. They couldn't. You know, he doesn't do live interviews. Not, zero. They tried for years. That the whole um, documentary. Seven different directors met with him over the past fifteen years oh. to try to get him to yeah. do this documentary, release of footage, and they went over six.
2: And the only reason why it happened is because LeBron had just won another title. And I think Michael was like, all right, all right, now we can do the documentary. Let me remind a whole new generation of who is the GOAT. That's all that was. I really, I really believe that. Dan Patrick show brought to you by Sincora Tequila, by the way. Um, make Case Jordan's list. I just think that he wanted to remind people. That's all. It's like a drop the mic and he did it. Do you see what I did with that time? Drop the mic. Nice. Thank you, Tom. Very well done. Yeah. Boop, boop. All right. I'll give it to I'll take that. I'll take that. Cody in Portland. I don't think Fritzy was listening to me. Hey, Cody, what's on your mind today? Good morning, guys. Uh,
6: 59170. Uh, I had two questions for you this morning, but one of the other guys kind of already took it, so I'll ask my most important one. Uh, I was scrolling Netflix last night, and I saw that uh, season three of Outer Banks... Has been approved. Will you be watching, Dan?
2: Yes, I will, Cody. Yes, I will. <laughs> Thank you. I love that Cody last night was
0: scrolling through yeah. Netflix and thought of you yes. when he saw Outer Banks Season 3.
2: I thought he was going to say, hey, I saw the Sandler movie, Hustle, and uh, saw your cameo in there. Outer Banks. Yep, I'll be What's watching. What's his name, JT? Uh, it's What is it, John? What's it, the guy? He looks like a young John Mayer. Uh, It's like John Boy or something like that. But yeah, Outer Banks is is a trashy, guilty pleasure. It's a, it's about some young kids and there's there's some th- bad things that could happen to them. On an
0: island of haves and have nots, teen John B. Enlists three of his three best friends yeah. to hunt for a
2: legendary treasure. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Paul.
3: I'm down to 2% on my cell phone. Oh, no. Is that like that? No, no, no. No?
2: no, no, no. After the break. No, no. there, there There's trouble. Oh. There's some really, really bad trouble. Not the charger
3: on the island to be found.
2: No, no.
0: My Uber Eats order's been canceled. No, what do we do for
2: dinner? No, no. It's far more serious than that. It's not Stranger Things serious, but it, it is the Outer Banks, beautiful people, beautiful scenery. And there you go. That's all you need. Yes, Paul.
3: My professor gave me an A minus. I'm gonna sue next on <laughs> Outer Banks.
2: Uh eight seven seven three DP Show. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at DP Show. I didn't know that season three of Outer Banks has been green lit. How much did your day just get better? Well, but we gotta wait a while for season three, I'm guessing. Mm. Yeah. I just I dove into season four of Stranger Things. I watched the first episode last night. So. I don't know why I'm down on Stranger Things, because I loved it when it started. Now it just feels like these episodes are so long. I watched Barry, and Barry's episodes are 30 minutes. But they just had the season finale, uh, season three, and it's dark. It's, it's, it, it, there's no laughter in that one. And uh, now i got to wait for uh, Bill Hader to reach out to me for my role, whatever it's going to be, season four. Barry, he knows how to get a hold of me. He knows where I am, and I'm waiting. Uh, Doug in North Carolina is back. Hi, Doug. What's on your mind today?
6: Dan, this is either going to be very poignant, and you're going to think I'm brilliant, or you're going to think I'm totally insane. But I I figured out the lib golf thing. And it took me a while to to rationalize why it bothers me so much, but it's personal. Years ago, I had a hard time rooting for Tiger because it felt like everything was automatic for him, and I didn't understand that level of greatness. But in Phil, I found a guy who was struggling. I'm talking about early on in his year, and I could understand struggling when I was in my early 20s. And when he, he was a guy with all this purpose and all this promise, and when he broke through, it gave you hope. And the irony is now these days, Tiger has become a little human to me, and I root for him, and with I don't care about anyone else. It's just Phil leaving. It's it's It feels like he sold me out. It feels like he, or maybe I was duped the whole time and I bought into something that wasn't real. But for me, I, this is going to sound insane. I know that. But for me, this is the equivalent of like LeBron taking his t- uh, talents out of Cleveland. It's personal. Okay. And I, I don't think I'm alone. Is that insane?
2: It feels like Phil's the only one defecting that bothers people. As I said, when Dustin Johnson was leaving, Patrick Reed, Kevin Nong, Charles George, George, Nobody cares. Phil, it's like wait, wait, Phil. No, you're you're America. You're thumbs up, you're smiles. Wait, you're the guy, you're the people's choice, you're the champion. Wait, what are you what are you doing? Well, maybe what you bought into is not exactly who that Phil is. Yes, he. You know, this
0: might be unfair. But there's also kind of something really crappy about, like, I know I've made hundreds of millions of dollars, but I gambled it all away. So now I got to get this quick 200.
2: Well, I didn't want that to be, oh, play the sympathy card. I had to take this because I've lost all this money gambling. Yeah. That's, that's now he's denying that. I, I hope he's not in trouble like that. But there's going to be another book coming out. That has to do with somebody who went to prison, who was in business or as a partner insider trading with Phil Mickelson. And that person is going to have a lot to say about Phil Mickelson. And Phil can't do anything about that. Yeah, Marv.
5: This is like Hulk Hogan when he turned bad. Oh. Like he was the good guy. He was, you know, say your prayers, eat your vitamins. Yeah. Then he just left us.
2: Is that when he did the beard as well? Yes. <laughs> like the painted on. Beard he that, was
3: all blonde with a black beard. Yeah. yeah that that, that Hollywood sense. Hulk Hogan, right? That's when
2: he, he changed it to Hollywood Hulk. It was. But Phil has the beard.
5: Yeah, that's the look he's going for. Yeah. Phil turned his back on us. Yeah.
2: Paul in Kansas City. Hi, Paul. What's on your mind today? Hey, Dan. How you doing? Good. Good, good.
6: Thanks for taking the call. Um, I wanted to talk about the, the Steph Curry debate. I think it's a little bit ridiculous. Um, as, a, as a sports fan, I think he's one of the best entertainers of all time. The things he does with the ball, just ridiculous. And then you got to talk about the mouth guard thing. The mouth guard has nothing to do with you, you know? He, like, I'm a nail biter. I think that's like, you know, just a weird thing he does. And I don't know how many times I've caught LeBron James on the bench biting his nails.
2: Does that piss you off, too? Well, I Paul, I didn't say it. Fritzy did. <laughs> that is true. I'm asking him, really. Okay. Uh, Fritzy. apparently Paul in Kansas City is asking you if you have a problem with LeBron James biting his nails.
4: I think if he was biting his nails while he was bringing up the ball on the court, I'd be like, what is this guy doing? <laughs> but if he's on the, sitting down on the side, I don't care sure. what he's doing over there. It's, in the course of the action on the floor, certain things are irritating.
2: Is this about you or is it about Steph Curry?
4: Well, mainly about me because I have these issues and problems, and it doesn't take much to just get under my skin sometimes. But
2: but to get to the point where you said, well, if I was playing against him, he did that. I'd punch him in the yeah, face. Yeah, that was
4: probably ill-advised on my part. I started off the morning a little grouchy for whatever reason. I got a shingles shot yesterday. and it's still hurting my right <laughs> arm. And they said it could be several days where I'm going to feel this bruising, dead sensation in my right shoulder. But other than that, I do find it annoying. He doesn't have to be punched in the face. That's a little
2: ridiculous. So you're blaming a shingles shot.
4: I think that might be part of it. By the it. way, and I don't you should well, not
2: Jordan. be saying shingles shot. Shingles shot. <laughs> you should not.
4: I probably should avoid that.
2: Plus, Fritzy missed lunch. I ordered oh, from, from Sonic yesterday. so disappointed. And it arrived right as Fritzy was leaving to go to the doctor. I think you orchestrated it that I way. I did not. I did not. I, I just know that all these burgers and all these fries. Hater tots. Shakes, all of that. I was like, I'm going to treat everybody, boys and, you know, guys in the back, you know, the uh, Danettes. And then Fritzy's like, um, maybe I should take something for the road. And then you were worried that your doctor would, uh, you know, you got up on the scale and you might weigh. Like that was going to really
4: matter that much. But I mean, it was on my mind. I'm like, get the best possible blood pressure and weigh in. Do I really want to do that right before? Which is silly, but that's how my mind was working.
3: Yeah, yeah, Paul. Fritzy, this meal would have been the meal you ordered if you were on death row and it was your last meal. It, it, was it your, looked awesome. This whole tray of food, there, there's burgers, there's dogs. We were just crushing them. And you're walking out the door.
2: Somebody cut a dog in half and... Paulie went through the roof. A hot dog. A hot dog <laughs> in half, yes. Took half a hot dog. It scared me for a minute. Yes. No. No, nothing happened to Penny and Winnie. But then it's the same person who cuts the donuts in half. It's our cameraman, Weeks. I have cam- I have footage. We have surveillance cameras in here. There's like eight hot dogs out there. and Just to grab a hot
3: dog, eat as much as you want, no. and throw it out. If you don't I want to, take. don't take half. Because then the other one, nobody wants the other half of a man-handled
2: hot dog. So he puts the knife there, and he, he cut the hot dog in half. And it's a message. It, it is a premeditated, it's a preemptive strike for Paulie. It's just meant to mess with Paulie, and it did.
3: Even so, he messed with the hot dog, and that's where I get mad.
2: Let's take a break. More phone calls coming up. Play of the Day is up next here on the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app.
1: I'm George Reister, host of the Reister or Wrong podcast. This is the intersection where sports, business, society, and pop culture meet the truth absolute fire on Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays facts only. Make sure you check your feelings at the door because no BS is allowed. We keep it 100. This is where real conversations happen. Listen to the rights or wrong podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.
5: All right, everybody game off. Let's pause here and talk more about monopoly. Go. I know what you're saying.
1: Enter the kingdom in
2: IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. You've probably put this off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your game. Touring tires for commuting comfort. How about performance tires for sporty handling? All-terrain if you're going on and off-road adventuring. Go to TireRack.com and get started. You're not sure where to begin? I suggest the easy-to-use tire decision guide. Get a personalized tire recommendation, the right tires for how and what and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of general tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They bring the tires to your home or office and install them on site. Go to TireRack.com Dan. You can see their general tire test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to keep an eye out for the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Searching for a job can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, nobody's on the other end, applications that vanish. It's time to find a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals, the local jobs expert that you can trust. They never charge a fee when they help you with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com, find the office nearest to you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with the help of Express Employment Professionals. And Express helps you find all kinds of jobs. Manufacturing to logistics, customer service, accounting, and so many more. Getting an interview with Express can be as easy as a phone call. And with just one application, Express Employment Professionals will have you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Make your job search easier. Let the professionals help at Express Pros. Express Employment Professionals. It's your one connection for getting a job. Visit ExpressPros.com today, and good luck.
1: Oh, my God. The play
2: of the day.
6: left side, go!
1: Check this out. Down the middle, Comfort holds, shoots, it's blocked. Michushkin with a Burakovsky. He scores! Andre with a giant goal. And you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here because this party is over. Colorado wins game one in overtime.
2: Fastest overtime goal in a Stanley Cup final since 2011. Altitude Radio Network with the call. And that's our play of the day. Make sure you pick up some Chrome Soft by Callaway. The ball is not just better for the better players. It's better for all of us. Chrome Soft, Chrome Soft X, Chrome Soft XLS, delivering the best tournament performance for every type of game. Find yours today, callawaygolf.com slash Chrome Soft. We just had some video. If you're watching on Peacock, Marvin had some video of LeBron James taking a jumper in Houston in the second quarter of a game where he takes the jumper and then turns to the Laker bench, and uh, he makes the shot. Fritzy didn't have a problem with that, but if Steph Curry does that, then he has a problem with it. Yeah, that. what's
4: my deal with Steph? I don't get it. I don't know why. I didn't have a big problem with what LeBron did. I didn't love it, but it, was, it seems more cocky when Steph does it.
2: This is the greatest shooter of all time.
4: He is, no doubt.
2: Okay, when Tiger makes a putt and he walks it in and he points at the ball, yeah, you got like a problem either. with
4: that? I don't mind the fist pump once it goes in, but the walking it in. I
2: never heard you say anything about this. You never said I wanted to punch Tiger Woods. Not, it's been a long time I, I, since we've seen that from Tiger well, <laughs> Okay, all right. That is true. Fair enough. Shot taken. Um,
4: I should walk back the punching thing. We all know that's not me. That's uh, more of a figurative.
2: Dennis Eckersley would point at you when he would strike you out. Yeah, guys who stand and pose when they hit a home run. I always root for that to be a flyout. When they, do that. <laughs> like they misjudged it. That's the greatest
4: thing. They think it's oh, it's a flyout. What are you
2: doing? You with? want your sports boring?
4: I want people that are too cocky to be embarrassed by their actors. Like while you're doing the the shimmy, all of a sudden you slip and you you, you know your, toe, your shoe got unlaced and then you just kind of fell down. Yes, while sir. you were doing that.
5: I I think he would be a little more irritated or a little bit more thrown off by LeBron because LeBron's not a shooter like that no. and for the fact for him to turn around and not even look back yeah. and but for him it's just weird let the kids dance because there's so many lebron haters i don't want to be one of those it's like
4: people hate him for like no particular reason just because he said i'm taking my talents to south beach now he's like you know do you have a problem haunted.
2: with mahomes when he does like uh, you know those uh no look passes
4: I don't like Patrick Mahomes because he's in the Broncos division, but that's besides the point. If he feels like, if he has to throw it that way, I can't be mad no, at No, he doesn't that.
2: have to throw it with it to no look. No, but
4: that's, sometimes he, he's doing that to fake out the defense. Oh, my God. When he did that sidearm thing on Monday Night Football Stump. against Denver, that was uh, something he had to do to get it You don't the have to
2: do that to, to beat Denver.
4: Oh, wow.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's really not Blue,
2: blue, yes
0: It almost like, uh, to me, it's more, not Dennis Eckersley, but Johnny Manziel. Right. Johnny Manziel was a great entertainer, but kind of annoying, too. He was a great college football player, but he's, some people found him to be really annoying. Some people absolutely loved him. Do you have a problem with Steph Curry? No, no. I don't have a problem with Steph Curry, like, personally or anything, but I do find some of that stuff kind of annoying, yeah. I just... I've been
2: making fun of Steph shimmy for 10 years. You have. You have. I just know we're seeing something that we may not see ever again. And it's entertaining, but... When you can shoot that well, it's it's just... Now, you might say, you can shoot that well. You don't have to brag about it. Uh, you don't have to show off when you do it. I'm fascinated by his ability to take those shots, make those shots. Now, when he doesn't make those shots, you want to make fun of him? Great. Make fun of him. But the odds are, he's going to make those shots. And if he does shimmy a little bit, okay. If he does turn around to his bench... I'm okay with that. It's entertainment. Yes, Eden.
0: We put up the uh, poll question, Steph Curry, great entertainer, kind of annoying. Right now, 59% great entertainer. It's gotten a lot closer. We also threw up Todd Fritz, great entertainer, kind of annoying. Right now, 100% of the vote is kind of annoying. Wow.
3: 100%? Uh,
4: I better start loading the ballot box for a few votes. The other you way. know
2: what? Let's. Why uh, are you clapping
4: that? Why are you applauding that? I don't guess why well, you have to applaud that.
2: Oh my bad! <laughs> you
4: should have just said, "Oh, interesting. We'll see how it goes throughout the course of the month." Instead, you're applauding I was now, app- like you're at a Broadway show. <laughs> I was, a,
2: I was applauding Seaton being entertaining. I, I didn't take it that way. Yeah, I d- did.
0: So now uh, that that was a big win, should I like run around yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right now because
2: <laughs> I did something good? Well, if you thought Fritzy was annoying, how about we make him even more annoying? Fritzy has a sports center tease. I oh, do. Here great. we go, Marv. Hit the music. Oh oh he's saying give it and here we go.
4: Coming up on Sports Center, Andre Not Giant. How an electric atmosphere was too much for the lightning in their star goalie. They may have been cheaters, but now they're immaculate. The Stros dare to mess with Texas. Speaking of Houston, is that a rocket in your pocket? Why Mavs fans woke up sporting wood? What? <laughs> it's the first round of the US Open. Whoa! But far from the last round of questions, why we won't just live them alone. Also, the show Hey Must Go On, how an Angels Phenom said no no to this artful Dodgers outing. Not gonna happen. Why last place Washington couldn't keep the Braves from streaking? And Tatum Tots. Why forcing a game seven will be anything but child's play tonight in Boston? But you're welcome to go the distance with us,
2: SportsCenter. Next. Thank you, Todd. <laughs> Can I, can I apl- applaud? Sure, why not? Okay. In this case, you can speak up. Oh, okay. <laughs> Tasha Shimmy. Yeah. yeah. That's a lot of shaking going on. It really uh, is. I just pulled something. So uh, the the Mavericks got who? Christian Wood? They did. You know, from uh, the Rockets. That was ma- a little inappropriate. Yeah.
4: And I said that to Paul, and thankfully he was on board with that, unless he didn't read my email.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
4: which is possible.
2: All right. Thank you, Todd. You're welcome. That's a busy first hour. We'll bring back what Tom Brady had to say about how long he wants to play, or at least a lot of people reading into how long Brady wants to play. I think he's kind of caught in a conundrum. He can play at a high level. He loves that competition, but he even admitted yesterday, he goes, "I'm crazy." to want to continue to do this. One more item as we close out hour one. June is Men's Health Month. An entire month dedicated to encouraging men to think about their health. And that's why you should check out M-Drive. As we get older, hard to stay energized and in shape. That's why I've taken M-Drive for a couple of years now. Supplements for driven guys looking to increase their energy, strength, and drive. You can find it at Walgreens Rite Aid and Vitamin Shop or go to mdrivedan.com. You want to lose weight this summer, increase lean muscle, start out with M M-Drive's new weight loss bundle. That bundle includes M-Drive lean, high-quality protein powder, satisfies the cravings, tastes good, clinically tested red-orange extract shown to reduce body weight. Also, you get M-Drive boost and burn, best-selling supplement that supports healthy testosterone levels, energy, metabolism, and endurance. Don't let age slow you down. Get M-Drive Weight Loss Bundle at mdrivedan.com and automatic 10% savings, free shipping. You're not satisfied, you get your money back guaranteed. That's mdrivedan.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary.
1: We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a
0: base hit to center field. Whatever the
1: sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, everybody, game off.
5: Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments
2: Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit millerlite.com Patrick. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite.